Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who's the captain right now? Virat Kohli? Kohli. So, Kohli has cropped up a lot of criticism for the poor bowling efforts of his teammates. So, how can he prop them up? How can he give them a confidence that, yes, if we make around 360, you can defend it. So, what? So if you are Virat Kohli, what would you tell your team that now we are batting first and whatever runs we get, we can defend. So, how would you give them the pep talk? What would you, what would, what would be your words if you were in his place? Yeah. I mean, Kohli, uh, he has a pretty good track record being a captain. So, um, just, yeah, I think it's just, you know, something the team is going through. Maybe, maybe they're scared of Corona or something like that. They're just, you know, feeling down. Corona isn't a factor because they have been in this uh, bubble for the last three, four months. So, they know what the bubble is all about. Being uh, designated to since the matches are happening at two or three grounds, only one. So, now there is also a debate that maybe Rohit Sharma should be made the captain because he has won the title in the domestic competition. So, maybe there should be a change of split captaincy or something that 50 overs, 20 overs, this matches. So, what do you think in that context? Do you think there should be two different captains? Maybe Rohit and Kohli? As you know, Rohit is injured right now. He is not part of the team and Kohli has already expressed his disappointment about Kohli, about the injury uh, communication and he's made it quite public. And uh, But apart from that, do you think maybe they should have this split thing? Because that's a debate that's been going on, raging on for quite a while now. Yeah, so split, when you say split, do you mean like the same match or like different as you know in cricket there are different formats there's 50 overs 20 overs and yeah. 5 days. so maybe the theory yeah. is so Kohli is a captain for all three formats right now for now but it's not the governing body's call they're not they're not thought about it but the periphery peripheral experts have given this have put this in the minds of the governing body officials they're not thought about it but do you think they should go ahead with it split it? Because other teams have done it successfully. Because that then makes it very easy for one captain to relax, that they can relax. Maybe Kohli is captain for ODI and Test. He, he, he may take a break from 20 overs and give Rohit a chance. So that's yeah. how the thing is being uh, positioned. What do you think? Yeah, I think, I think that's a good idea. Because... Yeah, reducing the stress and responsibility on the same person, right? You are dividing it on two players. And Rohit Sharma has been around for a long time, so... Uh, he's been uh, there for 13 years. 13 years, yeah. It's, it's a long time, so... Yeah, I think that's yeah one approach. I agree. And I, I think... Didn't Dhoni do that, like, with his captaincy as well? I think a couple of There was a time ago. when uh, there was... A, I think Dhoni retired. He resigned from captaincy, um, everything. And then he gave it, and then Kohli took the mantle. I think Kohli's been the captain for the last three and a half, four years. So he's been doing it. I said that. Didn't Dhoni try out split captaincy before he retired? It wasn't tried out. It was when Dhoni was rested, Kohli took over. So it was exactly split. It was more like a you take a break and I take over. That was the whole theory behind it. Yeah. But do you. Who are so coming since you know Kohli is 32, Rohit is 33, they won't be around for long. They're in that zone of 
reaching their mid thirties and retirement. Uh, yeah. So who do you think, apart from Rohit and Kohli, is is going to take over the captaincy? Because I'll give you names. There's Prithvi Shaw. There's Shubman. There's uh, I think uh, Risha Pant. There's Shreyas Ayer, who have done well as captains in the domestic competition. So between someone like Prithvi Shaw, Risha Pant, Shreyas Ayer, KL Rahul. Who do you think is going to do the job? I think the only name that I've heard from all these is KL Rahul. Everyone else is a new name for me. Well, they're not exactly new. So, you think KL Rahul is the guy to go to as a captain? I don't know. I watched cricket like more than two years ago when I was in India. I understand. Yeah. It's okay. Just, just give me a very base. It, it's fine. Even if yeah, I'll just go by KL Rahul. I think. Okay. I've heard good things about him, so yeah, because he's the he's the wicket keeper now, designated wicket keeper. Yeah, and he is yeah. the kind of guy who can come at number five. He can open. And what do you think about Hardik Pandya? What kind of impact can he have? Because of course, there's a whole debate about is he a good all rounder? Can he do a better job than the all rounders gone yeah. by? Which we know there's only one all rounder apart from Hardik Pandya who's had an impact over the past. Three decades, it's Kapil Dev. Do you think Hartek Pandey is also the kind of guy who can be your yeah. permanent all-rounder for the next 10 years? He's 27 right now. So, let's say for the next 7 to 8 years, can he have that impact? Because there's still there are still doubts about his all-round capabilities since he's injured. So, he doesn't want to bowl. Though he started to bowl a little. So, how do you think this entails? Hmm. Good question. I, I I think the concept of all-rounder, I don't know. I don't think like you're going to have someone who's good at everything. Maybe they're really good at two things at max, but being good at like three things is doesn't sound sustainable because even in training and in practice, how do you even train, you know, for three separate? I think the concept of all-rounder seems to me like an old concept when there was, you know, not as much pressure or skill involved. But now cricket, cricket has evolved with better training, better coaches. So it makes more sense to have people who are good at like one thing, and then you know above average or I don't know medium. So well, the term right now uses bowling all rounder or batting all rounder means someone Jadeja is a bowler who can bat, Hardik Pandya is a batter who can bowl because we're using these complex terms to describe a sport which is a simple. Yeah. Sort of bat and ball. So, do you think these terms make sense? Batting all rounder, bowling all rounder. For yeah, example, if you are good in bowling, you could bat. So, you would be a bowling all rounder. If there's somebody else yeah. bats, but he can bowl also. So, he's a bowling, he's a batting all rounder. Yeah, sure. I mean, you can like uh, 11 people, right, in the team. So, you can have like four good batsmen, four good ballers. So, that leaves three. So, one batting all rounder. One bowling all-rounder. And, one, and then the wicket-keeper wicket who's, uh, you know, like a better batsman. So, yeah. I think, because yeah, even in wicket-keeping, we have a batter who can keep, a keeper who can bat. I'm, I'm just saying, talking about the complex terms that are being used, which perplex yeah. me. So, do we need to use such terms? Because it confuses people. I think this... No, I, think, I, think, I think it's pretty good. I like it than the better one or the one that was used previously. Like, I remember when I watched, used to watch UK, it was always, he's an all-rounder. They never said, 
he's a batting all-rounder or he's a you know bowling all-rounder like you can't really call like to me that means that sounds like someone who can do both but is slightly better at batting he's a batting all-rounder right mm-hmm. like you would not call zaheer khan a batting all-rounder or a bowling all-rounder right he won't be in the all-rounder category exactly so pandya will be i think it, i think it makes sense to call someone a batting or a bowling all-rounder it's easier okay. to understand that okay, what they're going to i think it's an all-rounder whether you bat or bowl if you if you make 60 runs or 40 balls and you in 5 overs you take 20 runs two wickets you've done your job whether so both because like if you say batting or rounder then that person is more important when you're chasing and if you say someone is a bowling or rounder then that person is more important when you know you're defending so what so would you classify ben stokes as where do you think ben stokes does because ben stokes takes wickets makes runs you don't you don't know who's ben stokes I have no he's from England, so he's an all-rounder from England. Yeah, is that heavily tattooed kind of? Uh, he's born in New Zealand and plays for England. Born in New Zealand, plays for England. Yeah, I don't know. he got the citizenship of England after one of his parents were born in England. So the parent, but that's but that's a different. If since you're not into this sport of cricket so tell me about a sport that you watched recently maybe ufc what yes you watch the the match where uh, mike tyson yeah yeah what's that match yeah. so can i tell something about it since he yeah. came at the age in which most people are sitting at home retired relaxing yeah. so what do you think was the purpose behind his uh, let's say exhibition match i don't know the purpose could be anything it could be you know just uh, he was he felt he could still do it and he wanted to prove to himself or it could just be money um because you know people seem to want to watch tyson he's a big name he was I a big name the last time i watched tyson was in the movie he came in the movie yeah some chinese martial arts movie right about it was hangover oh hangover. yeah that was like i think almost 10 years ago yeah Yeah. So any other match? I mean, since let's talk about a different sport. So have you have you been watching UFC? That's one of your favorites. Yeah. Yes, I watched. I watched UFC. I think it was on Saturday or Friday last last weekend. This oh, yeah, last weekend. What were the contenders? What um, was it? Bantamweight, middleweight. Yeah, let, let me look it up. So I think it was. UFC 255. No, Smith versus Clark. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I didn't watch this one. This one was pretty boring. Just, just describe the last match. Whenever you watched, whatever you remember about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the one that I watched was on November 21st. Okay. The card was. Main card was main fight was. Figueroa versus Perez. Say, and who are you putting your? Uh, who was your guy to win, and why? I actually didn't know either of them because it's part of the flyweight division, and these guys are like what 125 pounds, like they weigh. So I, 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 I only watch, or I only like know of fighters in the middleweight and above divisions. Middleweight is 185 pounds, so it's 9:30. Okay. So when is your next middleweight match? In how much time? In how many? I next 
middleweight fight is not for a while. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, this weekend between some guy called Petori and Ferguson. I have no idea. No idea so, of them. No idea. But still, yeah. the people you have no idea about, they can surprise you. Now, sometimes the known people can become boring. Yeah. No, so, to win. So still, yeah, you like, know nothing about them. How do yeah. you, when you watch the in how much time in the first round, second round, or in the first fifteen seconds? Are you able to judge that this guy has a chance because he's getting the shots better than the opponent? How do you decide that? Even if they are completely new in your card. Yeah. So, this match, for example, how will you decide that this guy has a better chance because he's getting the hooks right or he's winning the opponent? Because sometimes the judges decide in the first round, in the first one minute, four minutes. No, no. So, no, for MMA is different. Like the judging is per round. Yes, yes. Judges don't decide the outcome of the fight after the first round. Every round is scored separately. But if so, they're knocked out in the first round, if that's not the judges. Judges don't come in. If if, 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 the, if, the, if the referee calls the match after the first round, then what happens? Then it 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 only goes to the judges if there is no knockout. If there is a knockout, then the referee calls the fight, not the judge. The judge only comes in when there is no knockout. Do you knockout, often no foul. do judging yourself after every round? Do you give points? Yeah, I mean, I have an idea about who's winning, but sometimes it's too close. And then judges like they rank. They're also former. Uh, no, not necessarily. Players. Some guys are like just career judges who have never fought. So, are you so, one of those career judges who have never fought? I mean, I, I don't. I'm not a judge anyway. I just. Yeah, I just, bet. just want to enjoy. Yeah. But still, you yeah, think in your that. head this guy has a chance if he has a. You must be giving some points after every round. Something. something. So, so in MMA, there are not really points to give. Rounds are scored out of ten, okay. and usually a round is like ten nine, ten nine, and goes to the winner. That's it. So, that's how it works. And if it's really brutal, like he really like. You know, bash the other guy, then maybe he goes to 10 8, and then some rare cases where he's, you know, really damaged the guy. Like he's just dominating him throughout the whole round. The score can be 10 7, with 10 going to the winner, obviously. So, so for, for usually, let's say in a three round fight, if it's, let's say, three, all three rounds won by the same guy, then the scorecard at the end of the fight would look something like 30 27. All right. So, yeah. Will you be expressing your interest in this match even if the fighters are new to what you know? You would be watching it, right? If it's, a, I think, middle bit. Yeah, I mean, I think there's only two fights or fighters that I know of. And you would one have of them to expand your uh, uh, knowledge of fighters because you can't be stuck with two. They will go away and a new, new people keep on coming after every uh, three to four years, right? Five to six years. What is the shelf life of a UFC fighter? Um, An average shelf life. Three to four years, five to six years. I know. I think I've seen fighters fight till like 20 years. I think, uh, yeah, Anderson Silva, he retired after, I don't know, he's in his late 30s or maybe in early 40s right now. Mm -hmm. So he's been fighting over 15 years. 
Okay. And then some guys just retire after the first or second fight when they get knocked out or something like publicly or they get injured really bad. So I don't know what the average is, but it's a brutal sport because you're literally getting knocked out, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in training. So yeah, I don't see how these guys do it for a long time. I mean, anything longer than five years impresses me. So okay, they all start pretty young. They all start Let's assume years. that you uh, develop interest in these two. So will you watch more of the new guys you're talking about? No, I only watch fights where I know the name of the person. But then what uh, is the name? Even these two can make a name for themselves. In this yeah, country. once they make a name, then I'll watch it. I don't really watch... So how do the, how do what defines making a name for yourself in this sport? Uh, if if they are popular, or if they are really good, like if they're really knocking people out, if they're dominating other people, other fighters in the division, then yeah, I might take notice. But or you know, you have to do something. Are you, or are you influenced by outside factors? Everything, how good they are, how popular they are, who's talking about them on social media and everything. Because right now, there's really no way to tell how popular someone is if not for social media. Like, how do you even tell? So Social media is also biased and influenced by a lot of factors, right? Yeah, but you can only do that for, you know, for for some time. Eventually, the right guy, usually, usually, the most popular guy is a better guy. But yeah, like, I agree. Like you There's know guy, because he's been there for 13 years. But you don't know the yeah. other guys because they have just started. So maybe in yeah. 10 years' time, you will know these new people I talked about. Right. Right. Yeah, they'll come up, they'll do, you know, they'll probably win some matches, you know, way that, yeah, gets them more famous. So, yeah, probably happen soon. That's interesting. It was a pleasure having you today, Saurav. And I hope you enjoyed yeah. the discussion. Yes, thank you for having me, Aditya. Have a good night. Yeah, when you enjoy yourself, I'll go back yeah. to my watching the match. As you know, six overs have gone, and your uh, favorite guy, Virat Kohli, is at the crease because Shikhar Dhawan has just got out. So, what do you think of Shikhar Dhawan, of his attitude and everything? Shikhar Dhawan, he's the guy who has that muchi, right? He's the one. Yeah, he has that uh, mustache. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I have no idea how good he is. I just know he's like a different. He's different than everyone else. He just looks different, acts different. But I have no idea about how good he is. At. Or I don't know if he's like a baller or a batter. Or what? What is he's he? A batter. He's a normal batsman. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard his name in a long time. So. And he's been around for uh, ten years. Yeah, no, I'm saying that like right now, like even right now, I don't follow cricket, but sometimes on social media, like other cricket, you know, players pop up, mm-hmm. but his name never came up. So maybe he's not the social media. Yeah, yeah, he's probably not the social media kind of guy. Yeah, that's cool. It's fine. All right, Ari, I will let Thank you. Thank you, Thoda. It was. Thank you, Aditya. Great see discussion. You. And uh, so, see you till next time. Goodbye. Yeah. All right. Bye.